2: That's better, H E L P dot com. And then God said, Let there be football.
3: (laughs) I love it.
2: We are back, baby. Football is back, and when I say football, I mean football that counts towards wins and losses, not preseason. Oh we are back, we are in business. Whew, that was I feel the, like
1: that, that was your best open ever. Was it better than Hump Day? Of oh, course, anything's better than Hump Day. <laughs> that like was phenomenal. You might win. You might win a sports Emmy. Off of that open. <laughs> okay. The best open.
2: That was really good. I um, I um I feel like it's been a very long time with that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. There
1: <laughs> we go. Move your mic I, up. Um, Move your
3: mic
2: up. I, I felt like I felt like it's been a really long time since football right. has been on our screens. When I say football, I mean football that counts towards wins and losses. Um it's exciting. Chiefs Lions tonight. We have some news we're gonna break down. Travis Kelsey is still Questionable, right. but leaning more towards unlikely. Hold on, hold um, on, hold on. I gotta
1: do this. I'm what? sorry. to I mean, What? The open was phenomenal. What? When I'm bringing football, it down. Football. Yeah, I saw how you tried to bring it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're Dan Campbell. Damn You're Campbell. Dan Campbell. I'm gonna bite the kneecaps off football. Alright, chill out. 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 Football season. Your microphone's over here to the but left. But you saw
2: how they still heard me though, right? <laughs> That's called what is that called in journalism school? Projection. Because
1: that might show up on my keys. To uh victory for Van the Campbell? Lions, Right. Yeah, like you gotta take a deep breath. Like okay. you're excited. I, I did
2: take a deep breath and now okay. I'm calm. We all got right, the right, sage going. Go. Let me bring here it closer go. to me. Maybe here that's why I can't smell it. Okay, here we are. Here. We have a lot to break down um in the football world. If we can get into it a little bit later on the show, we also have some basketball news that's pretty cool and, and I'm sure we'll have some fun with. Um, but let's dive right into it. We have a jam-packed show today, so let's not wait any longer. Nick Bosa, he just got yeah, the got big it. bag. He is P A I D paid. The 49ers and All Pro Edge Nick Bosa have agreed to terms on a massive new contract, and this happened yesterday afternoon. Nick Bosa's new deal is worth 34 million. Um, that now eclipses Aaron Donald's 31 million, hmm. and it now makes him the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. Now. This is interesting because we um, did speak about Nick Bosa yesterday for a few reasons. Diana Rossini did report that there was a big bag, a big contract on the table for Nick Bosa. Clearly there was. But also we spoke about him because he was not at the 49ers facility yesterday because he was still in his contract holdout. Or maybe he was at the bank. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe he was at the bank. We or just didn't know it. Maybe he was at Louis Vuitton. I don't know. Maybe he was no, somewhere. at
1: Louis Vuitton. I saw, I saw your Instagram. That
2: was Burberry. Relax. Same thing. Um, whoa. no, not. Um. But, yeah, so Nick Bosa, the 49ers, all well, all, all is well in the 49ers world in the Bay Area. I mean, Brandon, this is a big deal. Nick Bosa is a huge part of the 49ers, that defense. Yeah. What do you make of this? What does this mean for the 49ers moving forward?
1: Nick Bosa actually played the perfect hand. Uh, he had a royal flush. I, for all my card players out there, uh, poker fans, uh, the royal flush is the best hand that you can have. And he was in the perfect position. He knew he had all the leverage. He knew the the 49 he knows the 49ers situation as far as uh, it's a win now situation, mm-hmm. right? Because in the next year or two, you got to go pay a quarterback, you got to pay other guys, and now you're going to look at, you know, the Rams and say, shit, You know, they were in rebuild. Now we're in rebuild. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a win now situation and you're in and not only the best player on your team, but potentially one of the best players, top five players in the NFL, you got to have them right. You cannot open the season without a Nick Bosa uh, 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 out there and ready to go. So Nick Bosa played his hand perfectly. Mm. He was patient. Sometimes in poker, Ashley, when you have, you know, pocket aces or pocket kings, and you know you have the lead, Mm -hmm. you know you have the advantage. When you start smiling, when you start showing your hands and your your cards a little too soon, you mess up. Mm -hmm. And as athletes, we do that all the time, right? It's like we're not patient with it. We don't go through the flow. We don't go through the process. And he said, when he came in camp, back in June, mini camp, he said, I'm going to be patient. And he was. And look, there there was games being played on both sides. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, someone, you know, in the the organization or close to the organization told me that he was asking for $40 million a year. That's quarterback money. That's Daniel Jones money.
2: That's big money. They weren't
1: going to give him that, especially when you got Aaron Donald sitting at 32. Uh, And then there was, you know, games being played on the 49ers side. And if you look at the 49ers, and sorry, I'm going too deep here. This is just news of the day. But, it, but when you look at the 49ers, they did this with George Kittle. They did this with Debo Samuels. They did this with all the guys, Warren, their linebacker, all the guys they had to pay, they either waited to right. training camp or right after training camp, right? So this is how John Lynch and, and Shanahan plays it. Um, so, you know, Nick Bosa, shout out to him. And not only uh, uh, him, but also the whole family. It meant Joey Bosa, he – He beat his brother for the most guaranteed on the defensive side. His brother had 100, and now he's, what, 120 or something? It is interesting, though,
2: that you mentioned how he he played his cards in this situation because DT, um, uh, Chris Jones, spoke yesterday. Uh, I believe he was doing some sort of charity work um, in the Kansas City area, and they were asking him about his contract holdout. And, you know, he also is not reporting to uh, Kansas city facilities and, and staying away from the team. And they asked him about it and he said, well, I could have done a contract hold in, but that would be more distracting. So it's interesting Mm -hmm. because we always talk about, you know, the difference between a hold out and a hold in. You're somebody who likes to go ahead and say, which situation is better depending on the athlete, depending on the situation. And Chris Jones was like a hold in would be more distracting. I'm not trying to be a distraction to my team, I just want my money. So now that, you know, obviously it's apples to oranges in some way, shape, or form, but I think that it's fair to say in comparison that Nick Bosa means to the 49ers defense what Chris Jones means to the Kansas City defense. I feel like that's a fair comparison, would you say? They're both the best players on their on their respective defenses.
1: Yes, yes, but it's a, it's a totally different situation. Why? Because um, Nick Bosa is the best player on his team. Oh, mm, Debo
2: may have some smoke for you for that.
1: (laughs) Debo Samuels is good. Mm-hmm. Nick Bosa is the best player on his team. We're talking about the last two years, 18 and a half sacks. Last year, the year before, 15 and a half sacks. The uh, his his second year in the league, he did not play, he was hurt. In his first year he had nine. So we're talking about a guy that has 43 sacks or something like that in the first four years. These are this is on par with, you know, the top Hall of Fame guys, the guys who are uh, uh, enshrined in Canton. So he is the best person on that team, but but then you look at the Chiefs, Ashley. It's Patrick Mahomes, well, so it's almost like that New England Patriot yeah. Bill Belichick era, where it's like I get as long as I got Patty Mahomes, everybody else is dispendable. They don't. It doesn't matter. Uh, 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 Wes Welker, Randy Maj, uh Richard C- Seymour, Asante uh, Samuel's doesn't matter.
2: Well, let's just look at it. So let's just simplify it. I hear what you're saying. I don't disagree with you in terms of it's, it's different because Patrick Mahomes is on the Chiefs. He's the best player. And then Nick Bosa, best player on the 49ers. But just simplifying it and talking strictly defense to defense, they're both the best players on that defense, on their respective yes. defense. So you would think, seeing now that Nick Bosa has gotten paid, does this give Chris Jones any leverage with the, with the Kansas City Chiefs to get his deal done? Not yeah. obviously the same money. Yes. But does it get him leverage to get his deal done and maybe return way before week eight, like he said he's willing to hold out until.
1: Yes. Absolutely, right? Well, no, because I, I think No.
2: It doesn't give him leverage. It, it doesn't, right? Okay. It's
1: it's almost like um it's almost like uh like Daniel Jones. And I'm not I'm not comparing Daniel Jones to Chris Jones. Chris Jones is the by far uh, the more solidified player, the better player. Okay, but Daniel Jones going into negotiations, what? Could, I hope he wasn't mm-hmm. asking for no uh, Aaron Rodgers money. Aaron Rodgers was due to make sixty million. He may not Hopefully have been, but you don't know his agent was asking
2: for. You don't know what his agent was asking for. But, but, and, the number that they but, obviously
1: they wasn't asking for hey, Lamar Jackson, no, no Jalen Hurts, no uh, uh, you uh, uh, Justin I, Herbert money because. Uh-uh. He's, not, he's not even close so I but you and because... I both know
2: Brandon hold on before you finish your thought you and I both know the number you end at is not the number you start at I he probably he started a lot for sure. higher for sure, to for, get sure. To, yeah.
1: for sure but but I say that because Chris this shouldn't affect it have no type of uh, uh, um, effect on their negotiations in Kansas City with Chris Jones why because Chris Jones is a phenomenal player he's a dog he's the best player on that team he's one of the top he's top 25 players in the NFL yes okay but then when you have a uh, Aaron Donald,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right. That you're comparing yourself to and then a Nick Bosa. It's a different ballgame. So they're in their own stratosphere. So now you're looking at, okay, well, if Aaron Donald is at thir- is it 31? If Aaron Donald's yes. at 31 million, can mm-hmm. I get 28? Can I get 29? So now if Aaron Donald was actually at the table right now, mm-hmm. if he wanted a new contract, but he just got one, mm-hmm. then this would affect him. Right, because Aaron Donald can go out there and say, well, y'all just pay him 33. And and, and and I'm the best defensive player ever. And I'm and obviously the best defensive player active right now. So I need 34, 35. So, you know, I'm glad that it got done, Ashley. Yeah. Um, because I want to see good football. Uh-huh. I think the San Francisco 49ers are fun. I think Brock Purdy is fun. I think Coach Shanahan is fun. But let's not forget this, because we talk about Coach Shanahan – when we talk about the 49ers, and this mm-hmm. is why this was so important. Coach Shanahan, Coach Shanahan's offense, his offense, how creative he is. That's not why they've been dominating over the last four years. They've been really good and contenders for over the last four years because they got great defense. Their defense last year, they only gave up 16 points a game. Mm-hmm. The year before that, 19 points a game. They're 22, then 24. Mm-hmm. That's what we got to understand. And that's why Nick Bosa got the money uh, that he got.
2: Well... On the note of the 40 ers hold too on. Hype on right a, now? No, Am hold I too on, on right a second, now? Keon. Did you steal my pillow? Am
1: I too hyped right now?
2: Yes, Keon stole my pillow, guys. <laughs> Keon comes to the studio and just shows up with his little headset and steals my back pillow.
1: Like you went over, Keon. Did you go over to her desk and did you <laughs> like pick it up or was it already over there? <laughs>
2: He wants to be me so oh. b- he wants to be me so bad. He wants to be me so bad that he's resorted to Ashley stealing my pillows. Ashley, you be so extra. It's nothing sacred anymore. Pillows? That's crazy. Yo, anyway.
1: I just want y'all to know everybody out there rocking with us today in the chat. Uh, your girl Ashley is extra. We saw that, you know, with this whole thing about the Super Bowl and her and JP tried to say that I was being extra. You extra. No, no you're bougie. You just- Duh, you, you, what are you? you you're
2: bougie though.
1: I'm bougie? I <laughs> wish you had Keon's face.
2: Why am I bougie? Yeah. How, really gonna say that? how am I bougie Keon? In which way, shape or who's, I'm more bougie than Brandon? 100% there too. That yes. That is yes. insane. Yes.
3: yes.
1: That's yes. an.
2: in what way am I more bougie than Brandon? We need
1: him to have a mic. I wish you had a mic.
2: <laughs> Come okay, over yeah, yeah. here and tell people in which way I'm more bougie than Brandon. They can't hear come, you. Come please. come tell the people. Oh
1: my God. This is Brandon Marshall, Ashley Nicole Moss and then we have Keon our shooter. We're going to
2: get back to football in a second. We need to we need to settle this debate.
1: In. um you know Ashley likes nice restaurants. <laughs> so does Brandon. Ashley likes to travel. So does Brandon. Very nice places. So does Brandon. Ashley comes. <laughs> come on bro, come <laughs> with <your own> out. <laughs> Ashley, uh, you know, shout out to the Hermes necklace. You know. This uh... is not Hermes. This is let Van me show Cleef. You, hold on, where's your glasses? Let <x3> <laughs> <laughs> <this> me <laughs> this is this is this is, this is right now. Hold, on, hold on.
2: Where's your glasses? They're in my Baby Burberry.
1: Look, 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 no, no, look, look Baby Burberry bag. Look at this. This is why you're boozy, Ashley.
2: Brandon, you have the same glasses. See, this is
1: Ashley Nicole Moss every day when she walks into the street. Oh stadium. my god,
2: Brandon has the same exact glasses. So I've eaten on airbag once. I've eaten at Applebee's before. In. Where? In college?
1: This in I, middle school. Here. <laughs> Let me see your bag. Give me your bag. This is Ashley every day she walks in. Oh, no, no, no. no I'm not even going to do. I'm not even going to do how she walks in every day. I'm going to do what she did today. Okay? I need a coffee. <laughs> I need a coffee.
2: I do. And
1: I, the, the cream. What she say, Nikki? She said what the. I, she, I don't even know what the name of the cream. It was, was. international she delight. Said, I need international. This. I'm like, what? She said, yeah. Brandon doesn't even know what he's putting in his coffee. You don't. But this is what I need in my coffee. You put. And I need it right
2: now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo, was that not Ashley? Oh <laughs> my god. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Brandon says that with a Rolex on his arm. Give me my bag, yeah, and give me my Saint Laurent. <laughs> look, my Saint Laurent.
1: That's anyway. how you bougie when you say Saint Laurent. So you, if you're everybody around, in the chat, hey, listen, I'm with the people. The people, how we say Saint
2: Laurent? Saint Laurent. Saint Laurent. It's, Saint-Laurent. it's look, French. Look, 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 look.
1: see, Saint-Laurent. bougie.
2: Saint Laurent. Okay, back to back to football. Listen, <laughs> um, the 49ers defense. Listen, it. it 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 gave up a lot of points against the Philadelphia Eagles when they played in the Super Bowl. I believe it was at the half of over 20, So it's going to be interesting, you know, Nick Bosa and that 49ers defense is going to have to go ahead and prove its worth. Nick Bosa is going to have to go ahead and earn that money, as they like to say. But speaking of money, let's talk about that salary cap situation because it got a lot more interesting in San Francisco. Brock Purdy is now the lowest paid starting quarterback in the NFL. He's making a little bit over $930,000 a year. So is the NFL salary cap a myth, Brandon? Is it just something people like to tell us, but it doesn't actually exist?
1: No, it's not a myth. Um, And and, and there's always money, you know, so there's always money available. They'll be able to figure this stuff out, but they uh, try to use this, you know, as leverage as owners. But this is why they're in position, right? And this is why I say they're in this small window because – they don't have to pay a quarterback right now. And so when you look at the 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 Eagles, the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl uh with a quarterback on a rookie uh deal. The Cincinnati Bengals made it to the Super Bowl with a quarterback on a rookie deal. The Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes made it to their first Super Bowl with a quarterback on a rookie deal. And so, like, this is the formula. So once you do that, once you pay your quarterback, it makes it extremely hard to continue to go back. Now, why was Tom Brady and Bill Belichick able to do this? Because a lot of people say he kept taking these team-friendly deals, right? But then you have Peyton Manning, who's who's probably a more efficient as a passer, but he didn't have as much success you know, going to Super Bowls and the playoffs that Tom Brady did because Peyton Manning was always the one of the highest paid. Mm-hmm. You know, they pay uh, Russell, Russell Wilson and then what ended up happening, right? So, like, a lot of people look at, you know, this uh, phase is like, okay, well, good defense, we got playmakers around, our young quarterback, young quarterback is not at the top of the market. You know, this works. And then once you pay, then everything implodes. Patrick Mahomes, also, I would say this, one of the reasons why they're able to continue to uh, play at a high level is because that was a team-friendly deal,
3: mm-hmm.
1: right? He's $7 million underpaid. So, you know, uh, they're in this window right now, Ashley, the San Francisco 49ers, so they, they had no choice but to get this deal done.
2: Yeah, of course. Listen, uh, Bosa has earned every single penny, and when I say that he has to... Um, earn that money I mean obviously he's already earned it in the sense of you know showing the 49ers that he is worth this but now he has to go ahead and keep up the play that got him that money so that's what I meant by that let me clarify that but I will say Micah Parsons Jerry you better get that checkbook ready because when it's time to pay My- Micah oh that's interesting Micah's gonna get that's paid <laughs> So I hope that you start, you know, doing your your numbers and you're adding and you're subtracting and you're multiplying and you're dividing because Mike is coming for the bank when it's time for him for him to get paid. But um that's,
1: that. What is he gonna get? He's
2: gonna get a whole lot of cash. But you know, See, that's
1: why it's gonna get interesting in Dallas. But I know we gotta move on. But that's it. That's interesting. Why, it is. You, why you why you tease that? Why you do that? We, we can. That could have been a we great. We can. We can touch
2: upon that down the road. Do that we we that got a whole football week. season to talk about this. Um. But you know what? Speaking of football, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, I don't think they have any love for for Peyton Manning. Um, What's going on with uh, Peyton Manning and and quarterbacks, or lack
1: thereof? So so obviously, um, this Netflix series, um, Quarterback, is a hit for a lot of people, a lot of the fans, because you're getting inside information. You're getting the inside scoop. You're literally going inside of these players' homes. So the first... Season, you had Kirk Cousins, you had uh the quarterback for the Falcons, what's his name? Um, Marcus Mariota, mm-hmm. right? So, you're able to see that. Like, I, as a fan, me as a fan, I love that. Like, oh shoot, that's Kirk Cousins' crib, and what is this, a trap door? And that's where he keeps all of his memorabilia, like this whole shrine. I still that's haven't watched it, but the problem is, it's a really good show. The people wanted to come back. Netflix wanted to come wants it back. Omaha production wants it because Omaha. it was successful. But nobody wants to do it. So we've been talking about this and tracking this all off season because you had Justin Fields say no. You had Dak. Uh, uh, Dak Prescott say no, and quarterbacks continue to say no. Peyton Manning said just yesterday he had three quarterbacks say no. Starting quarterbacks say no. Three. He's like, he's like yo, if if you actually do this. You might win the Super Bowl like Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes did it last year as well. Yeah. So if Patrick Mahomes can do it, why can't you? So I, I get both sides of it, where it could potentially be a distraction because that's what uh, you know a lot of these quarterbacks are saying. Dak Prescott said that he's like, "Look, I already played for the cow Cowboys. Mm-hmm. We're getting all of this, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, exposure. I don't need any more." And so it's it's uncomfortable for a lot of quarterbacks, but. If Patrick Mahomes, if it worked for Patrick Mahomes, why can't it work for you?
2: Well, Peyton had this to say about it. He said, quote, I'd love for someone to call us back and say I want to do it. I had three starting quarterbacks tell me no yesterday, so I'm swallowing my pride. I think maybe guys are thinking it's going to be a distraction, even though I told a couple of them, I guarantee you'll win a Super Bowl like Mahomes if you do it. Um, I think that you have a lot of guys not doing this because – I will say this. I think that it's invasive. And what I mean by invasive is that you're entering their homes, you're seeing their routine. And I think that guys have become more protective of their routines, their personal spaces outside of the sport more than ever before for a multitude of reasons. I think that the media can sometimes hit below, certain media entities can hit below the belt and dive into things that are outside of the realm of the game. I think that social media has made it so people feel like they are a lot more intertwined with an athlete's life than they actually are. Um, You know, people are, there's home invasions going on. People are getting... You know, Rob, licks lot. are happening People just want to keep their personal space personal, and they want to keep their personal routine personal. I think the best way to salvage this series is change positions. Like, do a, diff- a series of different positions. Like, why not next season be wide it's, receiver? Why not next yeah. season be tight end? Well, because then
1: it changes the series, right? Like why? I is, would like, like to see Peyton what Manning, Justin Jefferson's Peyton, life is Peyton, Peyton,
2: outside of the sport.
1: I guess it made sense. I, I, I hear what you're saying. But it, I guess it made sense for Peyton Manning in Omaha Productions because he's a quarterback, and it's like that's probably what he sold. It's like yeah, he, what he was – because it's it's a different – route. Okay, <laughs> you talk about the wide receivers. You know what you're going to get hanging out with the wide receivers and the DBs. We out in a club. That, not me. Not me. I was out in the club. I wasn't getting ice and stiff. But we in the club. We out at all the dinners. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's a totally different vibe. The quarterback is almost like a ceo the quarterback is real corporate so like i i i can envision peyton manning going into this meeting showing. let me show you the process of a, what a quarterback has to go through because that is intriguing seeing you know marcus mariota sit down when it when he gets to the team hotel and he opens up his playbook and he's going through his process marking the plays that he want that he doesn't want kirk cousins very methodical very strategic and Mm -hmm. over analytical at times going through like all the details like that's what people loved, and i think that's what netflix sold but actually i will say this i am actually um it makes me feel good that peyton manning is struggling right now and, and I'm his not his pain
2: hater. is your pain, yeah. Because, like, it's I'm not saying, just you know, you're glad we're it's not here, just you.
1: Well, because we're sitting here built an I am athlete, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know, we've had so many athletes and artists bless us, mm-hmm. but people don't understand the process behind For the sure. scenes. like getting uh, 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 Debo Samuels to show up, getting a you know, Cam Newton, getting a Kyrie Irving, right? There's some this next season. We're going to, I'm having like two, three people on our show that I've been communicating with Mm -hmm. and following up with for almost three years, three years. And they're finally about to sit down with us, finally about to sit down and do an interview. And so, you know, it's been difficult and at times it's been deflating. So for Peyton Manning, for Peyton Manning, for Peyton Manning to have the same struggle, I'm like, okay, it's not just me. It's not just me. So that's why it makes me feel good and it gives me energy to continue to follow up with some of our biggest stars to join our show.
2: Well, thank you, Peyton, for soothing <laughs> Brandon's emotional distress. Shout out to the chat, over 200 people, and it's only 1125. Shout out to my dad, he's in the chat causing chaos. What is Mr. Jeff saying? I can't repeat, no, you but repeat I it, but I will say he's not a fan of Pat McAfee's attire. Oh, today? Of his, uh, he Pat McAfee, I guess, is on Sports Center, gearing up to for the premiere of Pat McAfee. Can and we get a picture of it? He's not. Uh, he actually sent me a picture. He's not a fan of the tank top. S- send it to
1: Wu. Send it to Wu and see if Wu can get so, uh, it on the show. So
2: he's in the chat, causing chaos and 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 dissecting the um. So Mr. Look. Jeff, so
1: you you, you, you talking yeah. about yeah. Uh, Pat McAfee's attire? Okay. I see. So his
2: normal attire is black. His black tank top. But
1: but uh, can you uh, end this debate? right so earlier in the show i don't know if you were in already um but we debated who was more bougie ashley But that's not fair because he doesn't know you
2: well enough to make that that determination your
1: father has been listening to us every single day for seven months he Uh he, and and let me tell you something about men let me tell you something about your dad it don't matter when you're 50 and you're 60 years old Uh your dad's still going to be scoping out the scene the the dudes you date in, the environments you going in, he's still gonna be like, who, who she around? Especially in this environment. Okay, she doing this show with B. Marshall. You don't think your dad did homework? Your dad no. Your dad uh-huh. no. And he also know me. You know why? Because I used to scorch the Cowboys. No. <laughs>
2: no. Now he's definitely not gonna pick you. I mean pick oh, me. Oh no,
1: but you gotta keep it real. Your dad's a mm. real. He's from New York. So Mr. Jeff, please, please <sighs> end this debate. Right? And, and you know I have so much respect for Mr. Jeff because he's always real. He's never biased just because it's my daughter. I that's not the Jeff Mr. Jeff that I that I met. So Mr. Jeff, is he there? Yes. Where is he at, Jeff, He says my daughter, my daughter by a
3: while. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's my dog. That's my <laughs> dog. I love Mr. Oh Jeff.
2: God. Okay. Brandon Marshall here at Chicago
3: Bears.
2: Thanks thanks for the ISO there VC. Wait <laughs> to, wait a nail that point home.
1: <laughs> but, um <laughs> like listen I- I love okay, Mr. Jeff. okay, I can't wait to have him on. Can we get him to call in next week after our Cowboys win?
2: We can have him pop on the show. We'll have the cow, we'll, I'll bring him with me to work. How's that? Yeah, I love we'll him. have him sit right here in He's the middle. Like, one. um, what, what was the dad? That's on, where you get
1: it from. That's what Dan Levitar, who was the dad? Yes, yes, Poppy. Yes, <laughs> you know, right. I, ha- I don't know why you and your pops haven't started a show yet. Think of that, would have been dope. Ashley and her dad, think about it, she became a Cowboy fan. Before
2: she was even born, I was a Knicks fan before I was born. They
1: had—I I can envision your mom and dad having a crib and uh, Knicks uh, gear and pillows inside the crib. Waiting no, for you no, 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 no. My
2: mom wouldn't let you that fly. You had no
1: choice. You're living in New York and you're a Cowboys fan, right? So just imagine that. That's a—that's a really uh, a cool sports
2: yeah, there's love a lot,
1: story. There's a there. lot of
2: us, though. I think people don't. There's a—there's a lot no, of us. I mean, we're not talking about them. We're talking about no. y'all. You my and your mom, dad will have
1: a dope show.
2: My mom used to tell me all the time that, like, when the Cowboys would lose, like, because in the 90s, they never really lost. So when they would lose, my dad would get in, like, a day long funk. Like, she wouldn't speak to him for a day. He'd be miserable for, like, the rest of the day, depending on when they, that. whatever. All right, so we're going to go ahead and switch gears a little bit. Um, Speaking of haters and things like that, the Clippers have beef with Taylor Swift. Yes, this is a true story. Um, The Clippers apparently have an issue with Taylor Swift having a banner in the crypto.com arena. This is per Arash McCarskey um clipper fans quickly grew tired of the jokes that swift had more championship banners than the clippers so her one to their zero the clippers initially covered up the banner along the entire west rafters with giant portraits of the players so taylor swift was given a banner actually by Kobe bryant for most sold-out performances. Now, obviously the Clippers and the Lakers still share an arena for right. the time being. They are getting their own arena in Inglewood soon. Yep. But this banner would hang in the crypto arena, the old Staples Center as well, for all games. Yep. And the Clippers absolutely hated it. The Clippers fans hated it. They hated the jokes that came with it. But it's like my favorite thing is, is like if you don't like it, do something about like, it. Well, like what?
1: I, I hear you, but it is still disrespectful. <laughs> Why? It's disrespectful. Like, she she. Billy Joel she has, has no a, blood, sweat, and tears. Billy in that Joel arena. has
2: a banner in Madison Square Garden for most apparent, most sold out appearances at the Garden. He has played at the at Madison Square Garden most sold out appearances more than any other artist in history. He also has a banner. You don't see the Knicks fans complaining problem, about it. But the problem is this. Okay, you talk about the Knicks, right? Uh huh.
1: Who else plays in the- in, in The, the, in the medicine, Rangers? In the, in the Garden. No, I'm talking about from a basketball standpoint. Okay. Else. Get your own arena. <laughs> sharing, well, now they do. Okay. So they share it so I can understand. It. It's like, yeah, you know, we understand that people, when they identify, when they see the Staples uh, uh, Center- or they ident- I, I call it Staples. When they see the Staples Center, they identify that with the Lakers, right? But at the end of the day, it's still both of theirs. They share it. And so you, you can't make decisions- in a vacuum, and that sucks as a player, Kawhi Leonard, walking in. They don't own the George Crypto walk, Arena. George walking in, and they see Taylor Swift, and they don't see no Clippers. Then win something. Then win something.
2: This is, something. This is this whack. Year. The Crypto Arena made the decision to give her a banner. They want to boo and cry about it. Listen, truthfully, your priorities are out of whack. That should be the least of your concerns, the fact that Taylor Swift has a banner hanging in the Crypto Arena. I can give you a laundry list of things that you should be concerned about, and Taylor Swift is not one of them. Get oh. over it. Go win something if you want a banner hanging in the rafters. Like, it's a—it's honestly, Clippers fans do not have the gravitas to be mad oh about goodness. this. That's her favorite word. Like I, you don't. Your priorities are out of whack. Stop. That was one you of look the crazy. Gravitas. You look crazy. Well, I'll give
1: people the history le- lesson on gravitas uh, next week maybe. Um, one of the things that are concerning – for me all right Ashley as we shift gears and, and, uh-huh. and, and dive into some more news of, of the day is Brian Gumble in HBO uh s- canceled the show yesterday
2: I don't was it canceled or is it coming to an end so
1: real sports and Brian Gumble will end tw- a 29 year run of this phenomenal series, Real Sports. So, uh-huh. it's coming to an end, but they they made the announcement yesterday, right? They didn't give us a heads up. They didn't tell us this will be the last season 29, 29 years. years. We're talking about how many Emmys, how many awards, 3 Peabody's. This is unbelievable. Brian Gumble launched this in 1995 and aired over 300 episodes. Like when you think about um sports talk and, you know, having these deep dive mm-hmm. uh, conversations and uh, in-depth conversations. You think about hard knocks mm-hmm. and you think about Bryant Gumble in real sports. Right. I didn't always agree with all his stories or the, the, the correspondence stories, but I absolutely leaned in and, and loved it. Like little inside information. When I decided to take this route and become a personality, media personality, whatever you want to call it. He was one of the people that I've ident- I identified as someone I should study and watch. Me too. Also, really.
2: He was he was one of the people that I studied um, at, throughout college. It was him. I studied people like him. I studied Aaron Andrews. I studied um, Robin Roberts, um, uh, Stuart Scott. Like there were a few people. Oprah, there were uh, a few people that I really like. Took pieces of their their skill set right. and I, I applied it to my own doing, but. This show is incredible. I'm somebody who watches it religiously. I love his interviewing style. I love, you know, the journalists he has. I I love the stories that they do. One of my personal favorites was they dove into a story about track stars coming out of a um, certain country in Africa, and they are known to have um, more testosterone than they should normally have, just biologically. And how um, they were having issues in in track meets and, and things like that in London and qualifying for the Olympics because they wanted they were racing as women, but during like the the tests that they go through, you know, all the the physicals and stuff, it was coming back they had too much testosterone to be considered a female athlete. Wow! But it was by just. Just the freak nature of the environment in which they come from, where this is something that a lot of children deal with, an excess amount of testosterone. So it was talking about the lawsuit and the pushback of trying to race as a woman because there's something out of their control that's forcing them to have more testosterone than others. It was actually really fascinating, but he has a knack for finding his whole team, just for finding these stories that are outside of the things that you would normally you know think yeah. of
1: well shout out to brian Gumble for inspiring so so many of us uh he was definitely one that uh you know ashley and i studied and looked up to and took a little bit of game from and put it into our own game um ashley this was my dream job like when i when i was when i came out and i'm really like, yeah when i came out and i'm like all right which way do i want to go and this is before this whole youtube stuff and this i am athlete stuff i was like yo in twenty twenty five years, can I put? Well, i will be honest. I was like, in ten years, can I potentially replace, um, Bryant Gumble when he retires? Right? I think you're
2: I think you're a little bit too new media to replace uh Bryant Gumble. I don't know. HBO I mean, would I think, HBO. I don't know if HBO can stomach that. Well, I don't know. I talked
1: mm. to HBO a couple months ago. Mm. I Talked to HBO a couple months ago. You never know.
2: Okay. But, I, but this
1: but th- this show, it, the way they they did this, I don't think it's coming back. And if they do, it'll come back with a, a new flair. It might be a new media flair, but shout out to them. This was a legendary show.
2: Legendary show, legendary chain. That's my transition. If you don't like it, deal with it, because it's not getting better than that. Um, Ezekiel Elliott has a new chain that honors the past and the present. The running back got a reversible chain to represent his old jersey number with the Dallas Cowboys, 21. 21? Nobody knows that reference? Does anyone get the 21. reference? 21. Keon just turned 23. 20. He doesn't know what that is. Um, <laughs> He's a baby. And his new jersey number with the New England Patriots, number 15. So I think we have the video of that so you guys can see This is actually kind of cool. I, I actually did not hate this. And I hate a lot of these just excessive monstrous chains but i actually was a fan of of this one with zeke it was actually really cool like well done look at that that's
1: cool this is fire this This is really good when when i saw this yesterday i I thought he had two chains
2: (laughs) two chains 21 because it it was side
1: by side and had uh you know 20, yeah. What was the number before? Fifteen and twenty-one. 15, 15 and twenty-one. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know it was one and it and it. Flipped. No,
2: it's super sick. That, like, that's
1: dope. That might be. That's that's probably. I would say this. That's the hardest chain I've seen.
2: Yeah. Can we see it again? Yeah. That's look at this. That's the hardest chain I've seen. I'm just trying to like really understand like the the um. An athlete. I'm trying to understand like the the mechanics, the logistics of that. Like, how does that work? Because Let's twenty-one, the one would be on this side, then it. Oh, you know what? I guess if you oh, flip Ash, it. Oh, Ashley, don't do that. The 21. <laughs> don't do two, I'm just two, trying to understand two. how this works. Oh, because the two yeah, becomes just, a five. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. Whoa. Yo,
1: this is the do- I'm this telling is you. This is sick. This is, this is, it, this is not. It. Keon. you've been around a lot of guys. You shot a lot of guys. Who has a, a better chain? I mean, guys got some dope jewelry, some dope cubes. This is sick. Some amazing diamonds. But I'm tired of seeing the crosses and... You know the 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 initials. This is actually dope.
2: I love it, and I love that it it shows. You know, he could have just got the fifteen and and forgot his twenty one era, but he didn't. <laughs> um, I think this is a really sick. And again, I've we've spoken about this on the show. I'm not somebody who likes chains like this on men. I just think it's overkill. Right. I'm more of like a simple like right, c- right. Cuban type girl. Like I don't need the whole like big airplane robot no. Pokemon on your neck. I don't I don't care. So you couldn't, but, um, you couldn't
1: do it. That's interesting. So you couldn't do do, do, it.
2: I just. No, 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 no. I, I've never, I don't like it on guys. I don't, I just feel like it's just, uh, I feel like it's overkill. Like I just never really understood the necessity, like maybe to buy it and to keep it in a case as a collector item. But I never understood actually walking around with that on your neck. Like something that big. Like with Sauce Gardner's big airplane where he's in the the airplane cockpit. Like why do you need to walk around with that on your neck? I don't uh, get it.
1: Guy, y'all meet. Right? No. Um, your friend. <laughs> said, no. no. Uh, not a blind date, but somebody set y'all up. Right?
2: I would be... I would but look... you've
1: seen a picture of him. He's like, oh, he's a cute guy. Actually, he's handsome. Is he wearing a chain guy. in the picture? No chain in the picture. Okay. Boom. Y'all go to, you know, Ashley. Keon's right. Ashley's bougie. She goes to the best restaurants. She's going to Carbone. That's what you said. She's in Carbone in Miami okay. on South Beach. Okay. So this is where we're going to go. We're going to meet here. Uh-huh. So, boom. You, you arrive. Well, he arrives first, and then you arrive. You're Uber... Black SUV pulls up, right? He sent the black yeah, yeah. Uber. He sent it.
2: <laughs> okay. He he's <is> covered. Okay,
1: <laughs> he on said, to a good
2: start. Here <laughs> we go. <laughs> so
1: he <laughs> sent the Uber. He, well, no, no, he should a, a, a driver because yeah. you can't you can't send an Uber to you on the nah, first day. the Uber black is fine. No, whatever. That, that's not player. That's not player. Okay, no, no, no. whatever. No, because no, no, no. Uber, no, that's not it. Like, no, okay. I'm sending a driver. This he suited and booted. Come boom. So he sends okay. the driver. Okay. Now you arrive. He's waiting for you. But he has two chains, big, like you said, plain number out. Is it a automatic turn off?
2: It's a turn-off, but I'm not gonna not go to the date and enjoy the date. But like if we like continued to see each other and like ended up like dating or like getting into a relationship, I would like vocalize that. Like that's not my thing. No, nope. see that's where we go wrong. Like and this is where Ashley and Brandon get into the just, dating because, stuff. Because no, because nope. I'm not gonna tell somebody I just met. Oh, I don't like your chain. You shouldn't. Like, that's not like my place. I don't even know him. But, like, if I get to know him, I would be like, you know, I just, you know, I think it's a little, it's no different when a guy you meet dresses a certain type of way and you upgrade his swag a little but you don't do that on the first date that's like rude but isn't that why no that's a rude. lot of our
1: relationships aren't working is because we try to get into these things changing people
2: not changing you just kind of upgrade what they already have like you know that's if they it's downgrading
1: for him he looking at she want to take my jewel no Bro.
2: i would say no, no, no. Bro, i, I mean... would say <laughs> i would say to somebody like you can still like chains iced out but like that's a little like overkill like you know understated is is better I feel like understated Uh, wealth is better like for example I don't like bust down watches I like plain Jane watches I don't really think a watch blinging around is like attractive I like more and truthfully when you're around people with real money they don't wear that stuff. Like if you ever watch like Succession, like they did a whole article in Vogue about this. It's called understated wealth. Like they're wearing trench coats that you think look basic as hell that are worth 20 bands. Like it's understated wealth. All that flash and that glamor and that stuff is like, No, but it's people with real money don't walk around like that. Like it's just overkill. So I understand if you get a piece and you want to it's a collector's item and maybe you wear it once just to show it off. But like you think walking around with a giant chain like that on the regulars like
1: what if he pulls up in a Lamborghini and a Bugatti? Is that okay?
2: Cars are a little bit different.
1: I agree with you. Cars are a little bit different. Cars are different than jewelry. I've never been a car guy. I've been a house guy, you know, and a watch guy Well, Rolex. I'm not even a watch guy. You know, but my my little guilty pleasure is like where I lay my head. I want it to be like crazy, like I'll yeah, like cars. I'll spend whatever on the crib. Hey, look at me, like yeah, what? cars,
2: real estate. Is I any want even... the
1: diffuser as soon as I walk in the crib. I want to smell like I'm at the uh uh Caesar's Palace. Not Caesar's Palace, the wind.
2: <laughs> and also real, and also like even with cars, I'm borderline. Like I'm somebody who believes that like if you're not buying a collectible car, right. that's something that's gonna appreciate in value you then you shouldn't what be you shouldn't be buying a 100,000 car $100,000 cars that next season they'll have a different model you because it doesn't it doesn't it's no value in it like you should be I'm I'm a firm believer like art real estate right. collectibles buy things that will appreciate and value like but I don't, I time out, I didn't buy it though. I don't, Keon, just so we can, Keon, Keon I don't buy my but you cars, have a Benz though. it's true, yeah. I do have a Benz, but, you have a Benz <laughs> but I don't buy my, I don't buy my cars, I lease them, because I give them, I know that I'm giving them that's back, Mr. Jeff that's though. I don't buy, I've never bought a car in you, my life. You,
1: you, 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 Jeff's baby. My you dad Jeff's would never child.
2: let me buy a car that See? next year will be a new model. He'd be like, are you dumb? Like, no, so, never would happen. So what's your dream car? Mine's a G-Wagon, it's really simple. simple I've yeah. wanted a G-Wagon since I was a little girl, I'm close. I'm gonna disappoint I'm you and Mr.
1: Jeff. In three years- Or a Thunderbird. In three years, when we make it, this is, we dreaming, I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> but this is how I be visualizing. You gotta think like this. If you out there and you got, you know what I'm saying? you gotta. Your brain is the most powerful muscle in your body, the most powerful, you know, you know organism in your body. Did I say that right, organism? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oregon? organ organ mm-hmm. in your body and so like you can think about these things and create you know something in your head and that thing come to life if you actually believe it and you work that so in three years mm-hmm. and i've never been a car guy but i'm gonna disappoint you and mr jeff Uh-oh, i'm going to go get a bugatti
2: there's nothing wrong with a bugatti though a
1: bugatti is, bugatti is down there two million you used to get one for a million about time i i'm i'm ready it might be two to
2: three, yeah, three well, million. That's not necessarily a bad investment because Bugattis, first of all, they only make a certain amount of those cars a year. So that's if true. you did want to sell it, you would get your money no, back no, and then no, some.
1: No, no. So here's my thing. Even when I had I had a Rolls Royce Wraith, I had a couple cars. I drive my cars. I'm not one of those. Doesn't dudes matter. Or th- that-
2: Huh? Even if you drove a Bugatti, no, no, no you
1: no, because nobody wants a Bugatti with ten thousand, twenty thousand. They would, 20, they would
2: refurbish it. it, or they would just buy it to collect it, depending on the model. But they only make like a hundred of those a year. So if you had one and you wanted to sell it, you would make a profit. It may not be a drastic profit if it's like highly used, but if you buy it for two million, you could probably sell it for three. All
1: right. Well, look, Ashley, let's get back to the show. Back to the show. We, I love when we get off topic here. Let's That's talk where about the Dylan magic Brooks. Happens. Yeah, well, he's the gift that keeps giving and when you talk about someone, uh, uh, you know, profiting off of, you know, uh, their situation, meaning a situation where people are laughing at him, you know, he's actually in the news a lot, which is good for business for him. So Dylan Brooks is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, He was seen shadow boxing in a tunnel after he was ejected from the Canadian game, right? And Him so being Canadian FIBA just World makes so Cup. much sense, bro. Yeah, but so, like, it's, it's interesting because it says here, like, after being greeted with booze in a pregame warm ups, Brooks was ejected in the fourth quarter for taunting uh, a player and making, uh, after making a three. Here's a video, check this out, of Dylan Brooks, and then we can talk about it after.
2: Why does he have gloves on? <laughs> Where did he get the gloves from?
1: Like, yo. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. So, so, all right, this is my first time seeing this video. Where did he get those
2: gloves from? But it
1: doesn't matter where he got the gloves from. See, this is what happens in the media. Cause I'm sitting here trying to read this rundown. Dylan Brooks was seen shadow boxing in a tunnel after getting ejected from Canadians, FIBA world cup matchup from Slovenia on Wednesday. And it makes it seem like he was doing something weird and obnoxious, but he got it, got ejected because it's Dylan Brooks. And now he's in the locker room. He's waiting for his team. You see his team coming in. Obviously, I don't know if that was halftime. It's probably after the game. They're coming in. And so he's just like greeting his team. It's not a big deal. Why do people continue to pick on Dylan Brooks?
2: I mean, how much time do
1: you have? Can you run that again? Look at this. But this is what the media does. But at Dylan Brooks, though, obviously he understands the pocket that he's in because he continues to, you know, give us these little jewels. But look. They're coming in, the game is over. People are like, Oh, he, he's a clown. he's weird. He's just messing with his team. You got his coach right there laughing. Look. Look, they're laughing. We did
2: it. We got it. The are job they laughing done. with him or at him?
1: They're laughing with him.
2: Okay. Well, that's that's I don't I don't can't make that assessment. Deal. Deal. I don't
1: understand the big I just deal. wanna know Get where he got guy, the I just, just wanna know where he got the gloves I'm from. To become a fan did of he him.
2: pack the gloves? were they in his like gym bag like there's always some weird
1: stuff in the locker room
2: where did he get the gloves from in the the Philippines in the the Philippines
1: weird 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 stuff in the
2: locker room I I can't say that I've ever seen somebody shadow box with gloves on I just usually you, you got tape around your hands and you just okay whatever um moving on We're going to dive into some football talk. Why? Because football is back. And Thursday night football kicks off a little bit after 8 o'clock today. And it's the Lions versus the Chiefs. Now, Travis Kelsey is officially listed as questionable. We are still waiting for the official word if he is out or not. Everything is leaning towards that he probably will not play in today's game. So looking ahead to a few hours, Brandon, what are some of your keys to this matchup? It's going to be an interesting one. I actually think it's going to be a lot closer than people think.
1: So listen, football's back. I'm not going to do what you did at the beginning of the show, which I mm-hmm. thought you, you, you should be nominated for a sports Emmy. That was one of the best opens I've ever seen, not only in our seven months of being together, Appreciate but it. in my 10 years Give of just more. doing media. That was, no, that was really good. Thank you. It was excellent. I wasn't expecting that. Thank I wasn't you. expecting it was really good. I'm, I'm, a I say, I'm saying that because football is back. And this is a big deal. A lot of us have been waiting for this moment. You have the defending champions and the Chiefs taking on the line. So there's going to be a lot of energy. There's going to be – this is a festival tonight, right? And they mm-hmm. deserve this spotlight. This is their night, and it's going to be a, a great matchup. And I think it's going – well, not think. I, I know it's going to be closer than we all think. Like, hell, I don't even know why the – no, I'm not going to say that because people are going to laugh at me. But here's the, chief, the Chiefs' keys to victory, Ashley. Patrick Mahomes, number one. I'm gonna give you three for the Chiefs. For the Chiefs to win, they gotta hit these three three things. You see the sage right here, mm-hmm. okay? And you see how you came in yesterday. And you, you went over your mantras. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes needs to do the same thing.
2: He needs to go over his mantras.
1: He just needs to take a deep breath. Okay. Find his breath. Why? Well, look at that guy right there. 87's not there. Right. Well, they're saying he's questionable, but it's, it's highly towards. unlikely that he won't play. He hyperextended his knee two days ago in practice. That was the breaking news of the week. So without him, you know, Patrick Mahomes have to do more. Now, we have seen Patrick Mahomes do more last year without Tyreek Hill. But this is a different situation. This is your safety net. This is this is the GOAT. This is the best tight end that we have ever seen. That's what they're saying. Okay. But you still have Andy Reid, you still have playmakers. But what I'm saying is don't go out there on opening night and try to win a game yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Patrick Mahomes, take a deep breath and take what they're giving you. You Mm -hmm. don't have to force anything. So that's why I say, if he takes a deep breath, he'll be totally fine. Does he need uh, Travis Kelsey uh, to create this dynasty? that they're inter trying to enter into absolutely they need Travis Kelsey but do they do they need him tonight to win this game no they do not they need their other playmakers to stand up and that is actually the the second key to victory is the other playmakers need to stand up well, before needs to make a play. before
2: you dive into that let's dive into some of those other playmakers now listen Travis Kelsey as we mentioned is officially questionable for tonight's season opener against the Lions now um wide receiver Kadarius Tony his knee um, who was dealing with a knee injury, and cornerback uh, Lajarius Sneed are officially off the injury report. Both of them were dealing with knee injuries in some way, shape, or form, but good news for Chiefs fans. They are officially off the injury report and are, quote, good to go. Yep. So that is an update for the roster of the KC Chiefs.
1: There you go. And, and listen, uh, and, I'll, and I'll be quick here. Uh, the, the, the Chiefs' keys to victory. Patrick Mahomes, find your breath, take a deep breath. Right, you know, it's like, what are you talking about? This is football. This isn't yoga. Well, because you don't have Travis Kelsey, just like Ashley just said, you don't need to go out there and try to win it yourself. We we've seen you overcome this last year without Tyreek Hill. Uh, Is it a big deal for the year? Yes. But is it a big deal for just this one game or two games? Absolutely not, because it's Andy Reid and it's Patrick Mahomes. The second thing is the playmakers that we just talked about. Mm -hmm. Tony, like this dude, he reminds me of like a a Percy Harvin. The dude can do everything. So he needs to step up and make a play. And then I'm expecting or they need to have their defensive backs make a play. Now, uh, Speggs, he's been there for four years. You know, he has a bend-but-don't-break defense. He loves to have these cornerbacks that can play inside-outside and do other things, come off the edge. So they need to have their cornerbacks, either Snead or McDuffie, come out and make just one big play. You just need one big play. Because on the other side, Jared Goff, I'm telling you right now, Sean McVay threw him out to the Wolves. He's trash. He's done. And then he comes in and he – creates a top five offense Mm -hmm. averaging 25 26 points a game so don't get it twisted Jared Goff he might look a little goofy at times but the dude can play some ball especially in the system and it seems to be a better fit and the second the third and last key to victory for the Chiefs to get the dub tonight Andy Reid and Matt Nagy Mm -hmm. needs to win their battle against Aaron Glenn and I don't think that's going to be hard Ashley because Aaron Glenn's defense last year it's a Mm -hmm. new year it's a new year Mm -hmm. They gave it the most points in the NFL, right? So, so those are the keys to victory. And Andy Reid, Matt Nagy, right? Like we, like just, just put together the right game plan. I'm
2: gonna ask you goals. a question, and this question is not me being shady. This is a legit question, okay? okay? So this is not this is not me trying to put a knife through your heart. Super Bowl hangover. Yep. Is it real?
1: It's not real for him, Patrick Mahomes. When I say him, that 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 gentleman on the bottom of our screen, or lower third, with the you know, the red jersey on and the nice white turtleneck. I used to wear the white turtleneck. Loved it with the little KC patch there. Not for him, he's different. Patrick
2: Mahomes Well he's he's part he's of a team a, though.
1: The, yeah, yeah, but 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 when you have come on you gotta put him in that conversation, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bean Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. You gotta put him in that Tom Brady, Serena Williams. They, they they when you're a champion, you're a winner, you just think differently. Okay. You know, so and, and so for me, even at, say that that's a key to victory for him to take a deep breath and make, let the game come to him. That's part of his journey. Maybe two, three years ago, someone had to pull him to the side and say, calm down. You'll see him. He's a high emotional. He's a, a high, uh, 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 revved up guy. Like emotions run high. Andy Reid sometimes need to tell him to calm down, but he understands how to manage his own emotions and bring himself back down the baseline. But that guy right there, there ain't no Super Bowl hangover. This dude ain't thinking about just this year. This dude is thinking about the next ten years. Mm-hmm. That's how they think. He's thinking about how do I catch Tom Brady. He's thinking about how do I my name be cemented with the best athletes in all of sports. That's how he thinks. So there's no Super Bowl hangover. And Andy Reid's been doing this for how long? Some people are now saying if if he play if he continues to coach for another five years, could he go down as the best coach ever? And that is big. Lombardi, Bill Belichick. So I don't see no Super Bowl hangover coming from the Chiefs.
2: So I think this is going to be extremely an extremely high-scoring game. Um, I think defensively we're not going to get much out of either team. If you look at what the Chiefs did in the Super Bowl against the Eagles, yes, it came down to a defensive stop. Um, that ultimately secured the win, but it was a high-scoring Super Bowl. Yep. Um, so defensively, I don't think, especially also Chris Jones, is not going to be in the mix this time around like he was during the Super Bowl. He's in a holdout, as we mentioned earlier in the show, for his money. So I do think that that's going to work in favor of the Lions. I think we're going to see mostly offense in this game. It's going to come down to me personally who can throw the least amount of picks. And who's going to have the ball in their hand when it comes down to the wire? The last person to have their, the last quarterback to have the ball in their hand is going to win this one for me.
1: Yo, it's interesting that you said that because when I look at the Lions' keys to victory, what the Lions need to get it done, need to do to get it done, my last key to victory, the third one, is Jared Goff making one more play than Patrick Mahomes. It is going to be high scoring. Yeah. So I agree with you. There, Both defenses 20. are
2: not going to do much. I, De- Detroit's defense I, is questionable, and the Chiefs' defense is questionable as well.
1: Yeah. Listen. You know, I, I'm with you when you write, right? You got to think about these aren't these aren't like two of the best defenses. These are well, the Chiefs are like middle uh, of you know, the pack. They're average. The the, the the lines of uh, the lines of last year. They weren't lions. Lions lead the pack. <laughs> they was in the back. Who, who? What kind of animals is in the back? I don't know. Who? Like a
2: warthog. <laughs> like a warthog.
3: <laughs> right. Like so Pumbaa. So Ashley, it's,
1: it's funny because, be, and I'll finish my keys to victory in a second, and and, and I'm torn here. I'll, I'll make my decision here in the next, you know, maybe five, ten minutes. Whenever you put pressure on me, but I got the lions. Like I, I really want to go with the lions winning, and okay. I have them winning twenty eight to twenty seven. It's a shootout. Wow. Right? Um. And, but if the Chiefs win, I have them winning thirty-four to twenty-eight. Okay, okay? but I'm, I, I, I want to go with the Lions, but I'm not sure because it's like, damn, that's 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 Patty Mahomes, that's mm-hmm. him. So the Lions' keys to victory is Jared Goff, bite no kneecaps. It's similar to what I just said with Patrick Mahomes. Take a deep breath. It's opening night. Now you're 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 negotiating a big contract. They want to give you the money, right? You 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 us. Just... True story. True story. True story. I had someone close to uh, Jared Goff hit me up when he, you know, was in that transition from the Rams to to the Lions. He wasn't in a great place mentally, right? And obviously, you know that I'm, you know, big into the sports uh, 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 psychology and sports science and mental health. Mm-hmm. And for that dude to go from, you know, and a lot of athletes go there struggling, right, and trying to figure out what's next. If he still has it, you know, fighting for his confidence to now being in position. <laughs> to get probably a huge payday That's a big deal So take a deep breath bro Don't bite no kneecaps Go back to when Dan Campbell got the job Oh we gonna bite kneecaps All the emotion That emotional shit don't work Once the kickoff All that raw raw stuff Y'all see from football players get you know, all the muscles And let's bump heads And do all that Bro when the, when, the, when the ball is kicked When the ball is snapped It's about execution Will you do your job That raw raw stuff Don't mean nothing So he just needs to go out there and execute at a high level and just be very strategic. Uh, eliminate big plays. Patrick Mahomes, obviously, he doesn't have the Tyreek Hill. He don't have potentially uh, 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 Travis Kelsey, but he does have some some young guns out there. I don't know if y'all been following training camp, but the dude got some guys that can make some big plays, and he's going to make big plays. It's going to come down to those guys if they're going to come down with the ball. Those 50-50 balls is an 80-20. Uh, Jared Goff, I already said that. Uh, bite no kneecaps and, 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 and make one more play uh, one more play than Patrick Mahomes so those are the Lions keys to victory
2: alright well we're getting closer and closer to kickoff so we'll keep an eye on the Travis Kelsey news wait for that official ruling if it does come down
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal
2: You'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. But we have some more football news, and it's not looking good for the Rams because Rams head coach Sean McVay has officially ruled out Cooper Cup for Sunday's regular season opener versus the Seahawks. LA is said to be deciding, and this is the big part of this news. LA is said they are still deciding on whether or not to place Cup um, on IR, meaning that would make him unavailable for the team's first four games of the season. Now, if you remember, Cooper Cup went ahead on Monday and visited a an hamstring specialist, I believe, in Minneapolis or Minnesota. Mr. Miyagi. Um, Mr. Miyagi, as you like to call him. But, Bran, this is. This is a big deal, and it's also not a big deal. So I, it's an on-the-fence situation for me because, one, we talk about this all the time. The Rams are not the Rams that won the Super Bowl. That's right. They're not going to be overly competitive. Nobody's expecting much. I take that back. They're going to be competitive. They're not going to be a team that is, is expected to do much, though. They are a shell of the team that they were when they won the Super Bowl. So... Cooper Cup being out of the mix for however long that may be does make them less competitive, but it doesn't break their season because if we're going to be honest, the season was already broken.
1: Uh, Well, I mean. The season was already broken. I know Sean, I know
2: Boy Wonder doesn't think it's broken, but it's broken. It's broken. You got Matthew Stafford, who has no connection to his young wide receivers. He has no idea what they're talking about. You still have Aaron Donald, he's absolutely a beast. But you don't have any of that team that won the Super Bowl. This is going to be a competitive team. This is not going to be listen, a team that does anything.
1: Listen, I agree, and you are right. It's like it's it's news, but it's not big news because mm-hmm. no one's expecting the Rams to go out there and win the Super Bowl. No one's expecting the Rams to go out there and dominate. They're not the scary Rams from 2018, 2019, 2020, and then obviously the year uh, they, they, they won the Super Bowl. So I agree with you there. Um, th- to me, this just sucks for Cooper Cup. You for know, I sure, put myself in his position as a former wide receiver, you know, someone who's won a triple crown at me, but Cooper Cup, and it's like, you know, it, that sucks not being out there, um, not only missing games but missing the start of the season. You don't want to start the season dealing with a nagging hammy injury. Mm-hmm. Right. And this guy has already last year he dealt with injuries, mm-hmm. right? And, and and your best ability is availability as as they they say, right? And and there's a lot of guys like OBJ just last week had him in his top five as, you know, best receivers in the NFL. You know, so there's a lot of people that try to fight for Cooper Cup, but when you look at the body to work, it's like two good years, one major year. So I know Cooper Cup as an athlete sitting back like, man, I wanna go out there and get my team over to home. Cause everybody is saying, Well, Ashley Nicole Moss is saying, We're not we're not gonna be good. We have no we don't have a chance. But damn, if I can go out there and have another big year like I did two years ago, eighteen hundred yards or nineteen hundred yards, we could potentially be in position, bring this young guy with me. Uh, So this sucks for Cooper Cup because he's also probably looking at, you know, all the noise and and, and understanding his situation. Like, man, I need to go out there and produce. If you don't produce, they ask you to take a pay cut or they cut you. So this sucks for Cooper Cup. And um, I I understand and feel his pain. Actually, I can't understand and feel his pain because, like, the first 10 years, I was always out there. You know, I don't know what happened year 11, year 12. I don't know. The damn water in Florida. Like, what happened? Bodies just start breaking
2: down. Bodies, like I bodies, was bodies. And
1: still producing. And then all of a sudden, and eight, seventeen hit. My knees start hurting and everything else start hurting.
2: It and happens. You say, when they hit
1: the wall, you hit the wall, huh?
2: It happens. Well, listen, from one team that's not going to be that competitive to one that is probably not going to be competitive at all. The Arizona Cardinals have officially named Josh Jobs as their starting quarterback, but just for this week. Yeah, you, you heard that correctly. So the Cardinals are expected to have Josh Dobbs as their starting quarterback this week mm. with rookie Clayton Toon getting backup reps. Now they said that they were going to or they will evaluate their quarterback situation week to week. So not only is Kyler Murray out of their the mix, the guy they just paid, but they think that it's wise to go ahead and just quarterback experiment the team all season long. One year, I mean one week and maybe Josh Dobbs, one week and maybe Clayton Toon. One Wow, That's crazy. Hey, Jazz. Who you put drunk? that graphic Jazz. up there? Our art, our art designer,
1: our head of art here. Jazz.
2: That is foul, Jazz. Oh my I God. I did not approve this graphic. We did not no. approve this. We did not know oh, this I was gonna be it, up no. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Man. But listen, I mean, this is a dumpster fire. It just adds to the fire, the dumpster fire yeah. that is the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, switching quarterback week to week is just a formula that doesn't ever work. That's right. Never. It yeah. doesn't work for your receiver core. It doesn't work for your offense as a whole, and it certainly doesn't work for the development of any quarterback you put in that position. So what the hell?
1: Right. So 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 I'll say this. Right. Um, what did Geno Smith uh, uh, say last year? They tried
2: uh, to write me off, but I ain't answer though, or something like that. They tried
1: to write me. They tried to write me off, but I ain't write back. Yeah. There you go. So the Arizona Cardinals, okay, and the higher ups have a plan for their year. I don't know, maybe tanking. I'm not sure. Trying to get the 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 the, the number one overall pick next year because they see Caleb sitting there. But you got a kid and Josh Dobbs who's actually a veteran, been in the league for a couple of years and sitting back some sitting behind some really good quarterbacks and even some quarterback gurus in the offseason and some great offensive minds. This is a, a moment for him to have that Geno Smith-type year. Mm-hmm. Now, Geno Smith was a starter in New York. Geno Smith was was drafted to New York to be the guy. You know, Josh Dobbs wasn't drafted to be the guy, but guys thought he can come in and, and contribute. Can he potentially go out there in week one? Because, like you said, if you don't do it right away, you, you might not get another opportunity. Mm-hmm. Can he potentially go out there and, and, and show well mm-hmm. and then win another week? And then win another week. When I say win another week, get win the opportunity to go be the starting guy and show promise, right? So I'm thinking about Josh Dobbs. I'm thinking about, like, if I'm in his position, how I'm thinking. Like, you got to be licking your chops right now. Like, yes, nobody's expecting our team to do anything. Nobody's expecting me to do anything. But I'm going to go out there and take advantage of my moment. And my father used to always tell me, Ashley, it just takes one play, son. Mm-hmm. That's what he's always telling me. In high school, you know, disappointed, sitting on a bench my freshman year. Sophomore year, not really getting the action that I wanted. Son, it takes one play, mm-hmm. and every year, whether it was a punt return, whether it was a picked up fumble, whether it was a you know a nice little scamper, or it was a, a catch, you know, it was, it was always one play that had the coach or the team to go like, oh, that's him, right? Same thing in college, the same thing in the league. They drafted me to play tight end. Coach Shanahan didn't even call me on draft day with the. 119th pick in the fourth round of Denver Broncos select Brandon Marshall.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You, know,
1: you get the call. You're thinking it's Coach Shanahan. It's like, yo, B, this is um, head of uh, ops. <laughs> you know, uh, congratulations. Blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, the Coach Heimendinger jumped on the phone and said, just be ready to play tight end. And it was Champ Bailey that went to the coach and said, no, that kid's a receiver. Why? Because that play, that moment happened in practice. Boy, Champ Bailey on the other side. i lined up. Boy, I hit him with a Jerry Rice key on. Jerry Rice watching film. Jerry Rice, bro, like, he running. He going to the left, but he'll run. And right when he get five, six yards, he start looking to the right. And then everybody start moving that way. Then, bam, put his foot in the ground, go on the, on the skinny post. Boy, that was my moment. Boy, that was my Jerry Rice moment. I hit him with that Jerry Rice, Champ Bailey went straight to coach to that boy wide receiver. So Josh Dobbs need to be having that same mindset. But he also need to do what I told Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes to do. Just take a deep breath. Don't, don't, don't let the moment overtake you. But this is your moment.
2: This is your moment. This is your moment. I'm so hungry that he keeps saying Champ Bailey and I'm hearing Scampy. I don't know why. <laughs> like he keeps saying it. My mind just keeps visualizing shrimp scampy. Like I don't, I'm that hungry. Y'all know I don't eat till twelve, and it's twelve o'clock now. So yeah, I don't eat. I don't put food in my body until twelve o'clock. So I do around two. It's it's twelve, and your girl's starting to get hungry. But hold on, time out.
1: I've been fasting till two. You don't see how lean I am. Why two? What two weeks ago she comes in. Y'all didn't see my skin. Y'all don't see my hair. How am I supposed to see your body? You all covered up. No, what you mean? Look at my face. Look at my cheeks.
2: Nigine, can you see it? You don't see it. (laughs) She, she just nodded. She ain't say nothing. Y'all see it in the she chat? She ain't trying Chris to deal yo, with it. Christy, yo,
1: do you see it? Y'all ain't telling y'all, boy, that boy getting lean. And, and y'all so dirty. Nobody for the past two years wanted to look me in the eye and say, B, 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 B. B, that tummy you looking like that retired. Are you
2: walking around with a crop top? Like, how would we know?
1: You can see it. Y'all can see it. Come on, Christy. Yo, you ain't supposed to be Pamela. Y'all supposed to be telling me, hey, good job, Hey. B.
2: Keon knows better. He saw you in yoga. He ain't tell me like anything. I don't know. He, he you were in uh... Keon. Keon.
1: Keon. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm let me. Stop capping. Keon and Gene. They. They've been on my little wellness journey with me. They, they. They. We got some pictures. You got pictures of before and after. Let's show them real quick.
2: Do we got before? Let, and after Let me see pushes? it. Let me sign
1: off. Let me sign off before. What is we, this, a weight before, loss commercial? It might be. Mm-hmm. We gon. We gonna Come back. Uh. Because when we supposed to show new the workout plan, HOA, new workout plan.
2: Pat McAfee picture just him in a black tank top. We've seen that a fifty times. Why did that piss off your dad so much? Because he doesn't he just thinks it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> That's all. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and talk quarterback. We went wide receiver. We're gonna switch gears a little bit. Joe Burr is ready and thinking about the future. Joe Burrow told reporters yesterday, quote, I'm expecting to play, I'm ready to go, when asked about his week one status after sustaining a calf injury early in training camp. Now, also during his time at the podium, Burrow spoke on his pending contract extension with the Cincinnati Bengals. He said, this is where I want to be my whole career. We're working to make that happen. And he added that the extension is actually the last thing he's thinking about because he knows it will come. We have a video, so take a, take a listen to this.
1: Mm-hmm, he knows coming.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, listen, we, we we alluded to this a little bit. Well, I did when um, we were actually talking about the Lamar Jackson situation. I right. said that Joe Burrow, yes, he doesn't have his deal yet, but it's different when you're in an organization where you know that they're going to go ahead and take care of you. Right. You know that they're going to go ahead and pay you. Um, it is not even something that you think about. It's not even something you stress about because you know – that it's coming. Um, So I'm not surprised that Joe Burrow has this mindset. He knows the Bengals are going to take care of him. 270 is the number that's being thrown around that he's expected to go ahead and sign for. He's not stressed because um,
1: he knows it's coming.
2: And sorry, guys, the video did not have audio. We realized that after. It wasn't just us. They didn't hear it in the chat as well. Okay,
1: great. Basically what Joe said was this. Put, put, put the camera on me, BC. And shout out to BC. He is our only team member,
2: yeah, co-worker. He's, he's holding it down. He's
1: is, is in, in control room by himself because, you know, Wu had to go take care of some personal matters, mm-hmm. right? And so BC doing a phenomenal job. Um, in the back, they but did hear, they
2: did hear you say that he's your male crush. Though.
1: They heard, yeah. <laughs> they heard, yeah. me say that. they didn't yeah, hear, like, because, they didn't
2: hear Joe Burrow's speech, right. but they heard that you have a man be, be, crush because on Because this
1: is probably what Joe Burrow says. like, look, uh, you know, we, we understand who we are and, um, you know, the, the, the Brinks truck is going to be backed up whenever I say back it up, but the money's there. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I got Jamar Chase and T Higgins. Just want to take care of those guys. He, he don't talk like that because he's really from Ohio, but he played in Louisiana. But Joe Burrow is so cool, and that's why he's my man crush, uh, uh, Ashley. That's my new man crush. I forget who my – who was my man crush before? I had a man crush before. How is that crazy? Why, why, why we do that as dudes? Like y'all act like y'all – man crush? You don't a bro, have a man bro, crush. Oh, it's called a Bro,
2: cur- what is it called? A no, a bromance is different. A bro man, no, a bromance is different oh, than a, a man crush. A bromance is different than a man crush. Okay, let me read. Like you and Russell Wilson. Okay. You and Russell can Wilson. Help me? help me. No, you and Russell Wilson have a bromance.
1: Oh, you yeah. You don't have help a bromance Dang, with with bad, Joe Burrow. Yeah,
2: a, now, a man crush can turn into a bromance.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> I see why Keon was over looking at me like, "Yo, bro, I've been around you how many years? What you talk about?" you know but look to each his own but for me it's more of a bromance it's a bromance this is my new bromance Um, do you guys
2: actually have a bromance or you want a bromance oh
1: it it gotta be you have to a bromance
2: is something you have with somebody like a mutual mutual. it's mutual oh no I'm it's a man crush
1: yeah Yeah. no this is just me you know a big fan of him got it right I love I just love his demeanor I love how he uh, conducts himself you know on the field off the field but it's the same Joe you know he's super cool he's down to earth Um, We did some stuff with him, I think, before he even came out of the draft. So, big fan of Joe Burrow. The deal is going to get done, and he will be um, the highest-paid quarterback in the league. And maybe, maybe what they're waiting on is Patrick Mahomes' deal to get done, right? Because he's like, yo, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they started some conversations this offseason, Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, okay, well, we know Patrick Mahomes is going to get the bag if he doesn't give another extremely team-friendly deal. So he might be waiting for Patty Mahomes to get the Patty deal done Mahomes. so he can come above him and get the bigger bag. And that's probably what Patrick Mahomes is waiting for as well. Like, yo, let's wait for Joe Burrow to go. Because when Joe Burrow go, he going to go. But he might give a team-friendly deal too because like you got T Higgins you want to keep. You got Boyd you want to keep. You got Jamar Chase that you got to pay, right? So how do you do that? Um, I, I'm really excited to see the Chiefs, and I'm also glad, Ashley, that he uh, is is out there because there was um, a lot of people out there thinking that he wasn't going to play this first game or potentially even more because of that calf. And like JP said, we're glad that it's not that KD type of calf. Remember, KD had the calf, mm-hmm. and then it turned into an Achilles, and it turned into, what, a two-year was he all for like two years?
2: Um felt like it. Yeah, it felt like it was two years. Someone in the chat said, my first man crush was Joe Namath. That's, that's kind of, that's far back. Who's that? Um, Bailey 2006 said, my first man crush was Joe Namath. That's, that's back in time. How old are you? We,
1: we don't know. Bailey two, you can't ask nobody how you old they are. You could ask men how old they that, are. That's Bailey, that's, that might be a Joe Namath. Well, let's, that's what they like, but.
2: Joe Namath, wow. Joe Namath did have 2006. swag, though.
1: 2006. Joe Namath had swag. Joe Namath had these. So he was, he was, he smokin was Joe? Joe, he was Joe Burrow before Joe Burrow. He was the original smoking Joe. He out there on the, with fur coats on. Mm-hmm. Joe smoking Joe. Smoking
2: Joe. Well, listen, we will go ahead and um the chat saying that's old as hell. How old are you, bro? <laughs> um Don't be running
1: off, Bailey. Y'all leave Bailey alone. <laughs>
2: Um, that is not sexist, by the way. That would be ageist, not sexist. Um, what are we looking at? Oh, that's your that's the picture before, yeah. Okay, can we hold it up no, to the camera? Oh, now you don't want to hold it. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: hold it. Uh, uh, uh. That's that's the before picture. Wow, let me just show y'all my face.
2: Bailey says he's 55. Shout out to Bailey 2006. Hey, Bailey. 55 is young. I thought you were going to say something older than that. Yeah, you're young. 55 is so young. I thought he was going to say like 85 or something. Um, Okay, so listen, from one quarterback to another, Caleb Williams, he might not enter the NFL draft. So USC star quarterback Caleb Williams' father told GQ magazine that Caleb could stay in school another year right. if he doesn't like the situation he'd be in with the team picking number one overall in next year's draft. He said, quote, the funky thing about the NFL draft process is he'd almost be better off not being drafted than being drafted first. The system is completely backwards. The way the system is constructed, you go to the worst possible situation, the worst possible team, the worst organization in the league because of their their desire for parity gets first pick. So it's a gift and a curse. Mm. So if there's not a good situation, the truth is he can come back to school. Now, it is expected that the Arizona Cardinals would be getting the first pick in next year's draft. So in so many ways, Caleb Williams' father is saying, my son, he ain't going to AZ. Mm. So, I mean, Brandon... This is the first time I feel like we've seen someone be this vocal about it. Obviously this has happened before. Eli Manning yep. notoriously got traded to the Chargers, yep. I believe. And um Mr. So Manning Mr. I'm Manning here. said told Mr. Manning and his son decided, yeah, my son's not playing there, so you might want to trade keep that him. that same energy. And now he became a New York, and then he became a New York Giant. So, I mean, when this is the first time we've heard somebody say this, I feel like this before the draft has even happened.
1: Yeah, and, and, and think about this. Did Eli Manning get what he wanted?
2: He sure did.
1: All right, so now we see uh, someone that looked like me, looked like you, Keon, you know, and they daddy using that same play. Keep that same energy. Because he's right, right? And there's a lot there's a lot here. There's a lot to unpack, uh, Ashley, with everything that you just said. Okay, first off, that is the play. Tom Brady as well. Tom Brady's dad is not as vocal, but when Tom Brady needs to send a message,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you, you his dad always happened to pop up some little podcast, some little interview. Oh, we ran into Tom Brady's dad. Right. So so I love this young man because he's savvy. He's smart. He seems to not only uh, be in position to really know the business, but to master the business because there were, you know, he said something about asking the owner for equity in the team when he come out, which he'll never get right. But like how he's thinking about ownership, how he's understanding, like the moment he's in and his, the platform that he does have super savvy. And so you're seeing the savviness come out right now when it's like, I don't want to go to whether it's the Arizona Cardinals, or whoever's sitting at one because everything his dad said is right. So he's letting his dad go out there and push that message forward. I'm just letting y'all know that this is going. To pro- this is probably going to be an Eli Manning moment when I come out in the draft. Yeah. And if the situation ain't right, I'm not going. And so keep the same energy that y'all had when Eli Manning did the same thing. So um, I absolutely love this. Um, but, but then also, Ashley, it just makes me think about Kyler Murray. Like... So what are we saying here? That Kyler Murray's done, he's washed, he's a bust? The, the Kyler Murray that I saw is a young, immature Kyler Murray. And there's a lot of us that walk into the NFL, the NBA, and we're young, immature, and we make mistakes. And we need mm-hmm. to develop and we need to grow. We've seen this. Geno Smith is a perfect example. It took t- Geno Smith 10 years to get back right. Okay? That's, so why Kyler Murray can't get that same opportunity? Because didn't we say he's a human joystick? Do you have we did we watch Kyler Murray make those plays and how shifty he was? So to me, Ashley, you know, it sounds like people are saying we're going to move on from Kyler Murray, and if they do, I think it's the wrong mistake, you know, because if he's developing from a um, you know leadership standpoint and he's maturing, the play on the field like it's going to speak for itself.
2: Yeah, I mean, going back to what um Caleb's dad said. Yes, we have seen this before. We've seen it with Eli Manning, we've seen it with John Elway. So it's not like we haven't seen it before. Um it's just that the rationale behind it's a little odd for me because the only re- he he's saying that the the funky thing about the draft process and then you're better off staying in school depending on the team that gets the first pick, right. but that's the way the league is. The worst teams get the top draft picks unless uh, a trade happens like that. So, if you're going to continuously wait for the right team, the right team's not going to have the number 1 pick. But I
1: don't think they're doing it. you just I, it's just Arizona? No, I I I mean because yes, I do think, I do think that there's the, like there's certain teams that just have bad years um and so like and, and there and there's some teams like I never want to go to Cleveland. I never want to go to uh like for them Arizona, you know, cuz you you see uh, Uh, Ownership Dan Snyder they got him up out of there in Washington nobody who wants to go to Dan Snyder right so like there's certain teams there but I don't think that's what they're saying what I think what I hear them saying is Mm -hmm. look when we come out if the situation ain't right. We setting this up to ask for a trade.
2: No, what I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. They said, so if there's not a good situation, a good situation and meaning what, a competitive team? Because he yeah. said the way the system is constructed, you go to the worst possible situation, the worst possible team, the worst possible organization, right. and it's you might as well just stay in school. But what I'm saying is is that the way the league has always been constructed, it, it in order for it to go in cycles and for order team for teams that were bad to once become good, you award them a top pick so that you can start that that rebirth of going from a non-competitive team to a competitive team. All teams have done it. It's happened throughout eras across the board. So what I'm saying is is that I, could, I understand maybe Arizona's not desirable, whatever the case may be, but the team that has the first draft pick is never going to be a good situation. There's always going to be something wrong with it. That's how they have the first draft pick right. in the first place. Right. So what I'm saying is, is that there is never going to be a perfect situation. If, yes, there th- is. No, it's not because if you have the top draft pick, there's something wrong with the team. It could be the ownership's yeah, bad. But, they could be actually have no, nothing but, on the roster. Of course it, it takes more than one so, pick to build a team but to get the first pick, it's because you are not a good team. You're never going to to a good team if you're the first draft that's the way it's always existed
1: i i agree with you but let's let me let's let's talk about it this way would you agree that there's uh strategy and negotiations
2: of course
1: okay right so people you know posturing people are setting up their position we just saw nick bosa you know take him how many months to get a deal uh lamar jackson two years to get a deal right so there's a lot of back and forth when there's a lot of money you Know on the table, so what I see, uh, from these statements is, and what I hear from these statements is, yo, we're letting you guys know our position right now, so we're not like having this discussion, you know, come February, March, like you guys already know. So, these teams that are starting to potentially, uh, uh um, what would they call it, uh, when you the games, what do we call it? What is the Arizona Cardinals doing right now,
2: taking tanking
1: right the arizona cardinals they, they everybody's trying to get in position they're speaking to them saying look This is what we're looking for and this is where we're, this is where we're at So now arizona's like shit. Maybe we need to change our strategy. So we don't have another eli manning and uh a Phillip rivers type moment because when you say, you know first I, I get it, but you got to go. Let's go back to the 2021 draft Yes uh, 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 The number one overall pick and the number one team picking was probably trash. But then you see movement. Right. You saw the 49ers give up three ones, some twos or whatever else to move up to the third spot to get trade lands. Right. So there could be movement. Right. For. Caleb to get to where he wants to go, a better situation. So the number one overall pick might not be it. But what he's telling number number one overall pick, you better be open for business.
2: No, of course. I, I'm not saying that trades don't happen, movement doesn't happen, guys don't fall, teams don't take a guy that they don't think is going to play or has said that they're not going to play. All I'm simply saying, the ideology of that, you know, you don't go to a good – waiting for a good situation – if you're a top draft pick, a number one draft pick, nine times out of ten, you're going to a suck team. That's right. It's just the way it is. Right. It's the same, it's the same thing in the NBA. You're going to a suck team. That's right. why they're in the lottery in the first place. Unless they think, got a lottery well, pick via picks and via trade before. But you're always going to go to a bad team. Even if you're gonna be traded. So and, do you and, see something wrong with uh with their no their but approach? even no what I'm saying though is even if he's gonna be traded like let's say Arizona is gonna go ahead and and talk business and talk shop with um another organization that franchise is also not gonna be very good because the Eagles aren't gonna go ahead and, and do business with them it's gonna be another organization another franchise that's not true. what franchise that's not true. would go ahead just, and do that's business why gave, with Arizona that's why I
1: gave you the, that's why I went back to the 2021 draft and and I showed you that and it's The 49ers, the
2: 49ers are a bad example because they, they notoriously screw up the quarterback. But you see how that screwed them? But
1: they're, but they're, but they're not though. They're contenders. Like Caleb would rather go to uh, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, a top five defense that has uh, three playmakers around him than going to the Arizona Cardinals. So it's not, no situation is going to be perfect, but Eli Manning. It is the case study, and and, uh, and Archie Manning is the case study. But what like about a
2: Joe Burrow? They, Joe Burrow went to looked, the...
1: They didn't believe in the Chargers back then, so what they said, we want to go to a better situation, and they found a better situation. They went to the New York Giants, uh, who uh, is known to have great ownership, great leadership, and, and at the time it was what, Coach Coughlin, who was known to be— a really, a good coach. They turned into a great coach during his time because of the yeah, pushback but, that he had from the.
2: But the what about other situations? You look at Joe Burrow when he got to the Bengals. They were terrible. That's they right. all wanted Joe Burrow to do what Eli Manning did and refused to play for the Bengals. He went to the Bengals, and what happened? He. You you go through the motions, and now they've been to the Super Bowl multiple times. Josh Allen, they wanted him to do the same thing. They said their c- career is gonna die in Buffalo. They don't know how to manage talent in Buffalo. No, you that's go, not what
1: they said. But go ahead. You go, go you going. go, you go through the
2: motions. He he went through the changing of the guards, and now he's on the other side. Lamar Jackson with the Ravens. No, oh, the list goes on. No, Lamar Jackson with
1: the. Ravens. No, Jackson, no, oh sorry, no, Lamar
2: Jackson. Sorry, was a bad example with say, the Ravens. Not gonna do that. Deshaun Watson when he went to Houston, that situation turned out to be just terrible. they
1: win they went win no Super Bowl. They were, uh, they, they, they were more the competitive
2: playoffs, than like, they had been twice. in years when Deshaun Watson took yeah, over. But, 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 Baker but, Mayfield but. to the Browns, it was not, you know, the great situation. But they were more competitive than they had been in. few. What I'm saying is, is that you're always going to go to a bad team, whether it's a bad team with potential, that may be different.
3: Well,
1: but, but, but yes,
2: but it's always going to be a you know, bad you, team. You,
1: you know, you know, you know where we're off right now. We're not even, you know, here's where we're off and where we see it different. You're looking at what is and I'm looking at what could be and they're looking at what could be. So you're right. this is the situation, but what they're saying is f that
2: I don't, we're not we're not subscribing to that. but where are you going to go? Because Anywhere but Arizona. That's okay, basically what but they that's, said. But that's my point. So you want to go. You don't care about going to a bad team. It's a bad team with promise, a bad team with potential, because you're not going to well, go to a contender immediately I, I, yes. because they don't but, need but, you. But they're good to go. For. Here's what
1: you're looking for. What they're, what they're looking for, it starts with ownership. Okay. Do they have good ownership? Good ownership. Because if you don't have good ownership, everything trickles down to the them janitors. So they're looking at, what's happening in ownership is this good ownership are they going to make the proper investment in the team in the amenities in everything that we need having the proper resources to go win a super bowl if that's the goal for a caleb williams and then you're looking at management are they known to have stability in management Or are they hiring a general manager every two years? And the same thing with coaching. What type of coaches do they have? Is it in and out? Is it a revolving door? So if they're looking for good ownership and they're looking for stability from the management standpoint and possibly in coaching. Coaching is a big thing because if you are a team that's in need, uh, uh uh and you you're gonna wheel and deal there's a good possibility that you may have a new coach but it's like what type of coach do they have is this a good fit what type of system that i
2: can that i can right? agree with That so, so it's a bad it's a and, bad team with potential and,
1: and, no it's, it doesn't have to be it could be uh, they could be coming off a bad season because you can also look at the pieces do they have an offensive line do they have weapons defense is a big thing mm-hmm. what pieces do they have on defense So that's what he's looking at. Not necessarily like, is this team going, are they coming out of the playoffs? Or uh, did they win the Super Bowl? Or were they in the Super Bowl in the last two years? I don't think they're approaching it that way.
2: Okay. So a semi-bad team with potential. (laughs) What's wrong with you? It's semi. What's wrong with you? A middle-of-the-road team with potential. That's fine. I'm not mad at that. All right, listen. We are going to transition now to bet. Which is a segment that helps us help you or we help you help yourselves to place bets on certain games, certain situations. We just want to put money in your pocket. Ashley, just say it. Tell the
1: people. We're, say This is a B. Marshall segment. This is a B.
2: Marshall segment.
1: <laughs> B. Marshall segment. My goal is to get Ashley yeah. Ben. Ashley, you got to put together. A I
2: played of- Russian Roulette once.
1: Ashley. Give me a budget right now. This is how we going to mm. do it. we all going to do it this way. Let's I establish have to, our rules. I can't. The paper have chasers. So, Ashley, we just talked about uh, uh, leadership, right? Mm-hmm. So, it starts with you and I, okay? So, we're going to establish the rules for football season because we don't want anybody to lose their houses. We mm-hmm. don't want anybody to lose, you know, their cars. We don't want anybody to get you know, divorced because they didn't lose everything. So we got to establish the rules. And the no- number one rule is what's our budget. Uh-huh. Okay. What are you willing to bet and walk away from?
2: I am. Um, Cause football season's
1: here tonight. Some people can put together a three leg parlay, four leg parlay, make a lot I of I have money. to
2: discuss that with my financial advisor. I'll get back to you, but,
1: um, come on, Ashley, it just, it, all right. Let's, let me, let me, let me start here. Mm-hmm. $25, uh, to $50 a week. Can you do that? Like, what, what, what bag, or what, what bag, what bag are you carrying today? Can we see your, that's
2: bag? $200 a month. Can we
1: see your bag? No. What bag do you have? What'd you call it? A baby Burberry? What did she call it? It's a baby
2: Burberry. And what but glasses that's, do
1: you have? St. Laurent glasses. That's
2: $200 are probably, a month. Your that's, glasses that's, that's are a really, no, they're not $200 a month. That's like a really nice dinner. Come I, don't, on, Ashley. Mm, I don't.
1: So $25 a weekend. No, 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 let's do a hundred. No, no, I'm. Yeah,
2: I'm, now you're raising the number, right, 50, and I don't. Fifty,
1: 50 a weekend. That's two hundred
2: dollars a month.
1: I want one parlay for fifty dollars. Mm, I'll
2: consider so, it. So, but here's
1: the thing: you see don't how Ashley it. is going through her process? She said, "I need to talk to my financial advisor." Mm-hmm. That's what you guys need to do. Not everybody's Ashley Nicole Maher, super bougie, mm-hmm. that have uh, Tommy Hilfiger and all these other deals, cover grill of this, <sighs> cover grill of that. So so, so you may be your own financial advisor. But sit down. Think this thing through because football season's here and you guys need to have a plan. Don't just go out there just willing to deal No, you need to come listen to the experts. You need to come and sit down and say, you know what? Here's the strategy here. Patrick Mahomes has never thrown an interception in any opening night since he's been in the league. That might be a good bet. That might be a good bet. But do your work. But I love what you're doing and the process you're going through, Ashley, because you're saying, "What can I afford?" I'm just not going to throw money at it, mm-hmm. and we're going to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. Okay? So for me, Ashley, I, my budget is going to be all right. Get four big bets a year. Four big bets a year. Four hundred thousand. Okay. All right. So four tempole events where I bet a hundred thousand on a fight, it could be a hundred thousand on a Super Bowl. But if we get to the Super Bowl, Ashley, business is booming, and I say two hundred and fifty thousand I'm putting on the jets. Ashley, grab me and say no. B, your budget is a hundred thousand. We agreed on this. What is today? September what? Seventh. Seventh.
2: No, we can't. Bad influence. Bad no, influence. You, so people just say that if I win all
1: four of my ten events, hundred thousand, hundred, hundred. Then when you get to the super, I can bet more. No, you can't. That's the problem. So now all my my earnings of the year, I'm gonna give right back if
2: the Jets don't get it done. That don't make much sense. All right, let's dive into the segment before we run out of time. Here we go, Lions <laughs> versus Chiefs. All right, listen. The budget
1: down.
2: Okay. Listen, listen. We're gonna dive into this. All right, here we go. Here we go. The All last go. time the Chiefs and the Lions met was Damn. in 2019. The Chiefs won 34-30. Now the Chiefs are currently minus four and a half favorites versus Detroit. The total over under is 54 and a half. Points Now, here are some prop vet notes, so get your pen and your paper ready, because here we go. All right, Patrick Mahomes has hit the passing yards over in 11 of his last 15 games. Jared Goff has hit the interceptions under in his last nine games. Um, We also have Jarek McKinnon has hit the longest rush under. In his last nine games, we have Isaiah Pacheco has hit the carries under in his last six games. Mm. The Kansas City Chiefs have hit the money line in 10 of their last 11 games at home. So that is some prop bet notes for you. Now, we do also have some prop bets. We'll dive into those really quickly. So we have a prop bet right now. Patrick Mahomes over 305.5 305 and a half passing yards minus 114 or better we have Isaiah Pacheco anytime TD scorer plus 110 or better money, money, money. Jared Goff 275 plus passing yards plus 140 or better We have Jameer Gibbs over 31.5 receiving yards, minus 114 or better. And Lions being the first team to score, plus 115 or better. Brandon, what are you liking? What are you taking? What are you passing on? What's going on here?
1: I just seen it. That's it. You don't like the bet, but you're just going to put me in position, keep me on track. Mm -hmm. I like it all, Ashley. So if you can take all of that that we put together, you know, and it was a, a team effort. JP did the research and said, B, am telling you, B, here's some things that you need to look at." So I look at it. Say, JP, these are actually really good. Did a little research. I said, "Man, damn, Patrick Mahomes going against uh, the worst defense in the mm-hmm. NFL, going off of last year. It's a whole new year. They got new people, new scheme potentially, right? New ways." So ah, but they giving up 26 points and they giving up a lot of yardage. Key on. So, Ashley, I like it all. So, you can take all of that. Okay. Put that back up there, please. Put the, the graphic back
2: up Yo, there. There so we go. prop
1: bets to watch. One, two, three, four, five. So, this could be a five-leg parlay. So, if I put 25. See, here's how it works, Ashley. If I put 25 or 50 bucks now, something I can afford. Mm-hmm. This one, Ashley was like, bro, okay, we, we got it. Okay, we, we got to move on. But this is what I was trying to get to. Now I know my budget. I put 50 on all of these that hit. That 50 could turn into, and I don't know because we're, you know, I'm not pushing to any sports book. But that 50 could turn into 500 or 1,000, right? So I like them all. um, And you got to bet what you can bet and understand your budget. But I I think all of these can hit because obviously we did the work and did the research. So I love it. But if I had to highlight uh, a few others, right, like Patrick Mahomes, you know, uh, Passing Yards, to me, that's a win. Jared Goff, uh, the interceptions under in his last nine games, I love that. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs hitting the money line. I, I actually, I don't like that, and I know that's not up there because I really think the lines like that might be just another bet, like a twenty-five, fifty dollar bet for me. I might just take the the lines just to win, you know, straight out.
2: Okay, I like that. All right.
1: Anything jump out to you? You want want a little 25, a little 25, a little 50? You are a pusher,
2: sir. You are a pusher, sir. I am not going to go ahead and uh, feed your addiction.
1: So there you go, guys. Uh, Here are our our prop, our our betting notes and our prop bets that we've identified as um, not for sure because it's gambling. And Uh that's why Vegas always wins have you Ashley hasn't gone to Vegas i She's never been, seen the big buildings hold on a second big
2: I've been to Vegas as a kid
1: so Ashley's never been to Vegas yeah
2: she she <laughs> hasn't been to Vegas I was no I went at like I was older than two but like Jeff, last time Mr. I Jeff, was, Jeff last time I was in me, Vegas Siegfried and Roy were there you went what Siegfried and Roy were there I don't even know what that is the tiger the tigers the, t- the two the two guys who had the tiger show with The white tigers, you never heard of Siegfried and Roy, the white tigers, and one tiger attacked him. I was like eight, yeah. The New York, so New York hotel, all that stuff.
1: September 30th, Ashley. Uh, get you know, get your outfits ready. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big fight, Canelo and Charlo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at the T Mobile Center, mm-hmm. and this is going to be your first. That's another big bet. That's one where it's like, my. I'll be honest with you, I can't go bet a hundred thousand right now, I gotta wait to about. November, like November, December. Y'all might see me throw a hundred thousand out there. So it's I'm sad because I don't have a hundred thousand to put on this fight, but it's a good thing for me. So Keon just asked me who do I have uh from in the Canelo Charlo fight September thirtieth in Vegas. And I'll get back to how we got into this because we got Ashley going for the first time. So But but I never go against the culture. But this is a, a, a big deal because it's Canelo, right? And I'm, I'm going with, uh, I do believe that uh, Charlo can win it, but Canelo is probably the best fighter in boxing right now. So I'm glad I don't have 100000 to give. I just don't, um,
2: when we're in Vegas, just make sure you don't lose me like the hangover. You know, mm-hmm. where they left him on the roof for the whole time. And they, and they found him and he Listen, was all, he was all true. dehydrated and stuff. I, if you lose me, it's going to be a problem. At first
1: I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm like, how can we do that? Like, I can't see that happening. Cause you know how chill, you know, the environments we are like, we don't get too rowdy, you know, uh-huh. we, we, but we have a good time. You know, I've only been out in that, like maybe, th- maybe four, four times, you know, I've mm-hmm. been, I've, I've been out with you or been in a, in the same room with, with you uh-huh. outside of, um, you know, work. But then I go back to the Super Bowl. Ashley was kind of having a good time in turt. So I was like, because I'm trying to envision, like, how would we where, lose what, Ashley? What do you mean? What, like, oh, like How because... would we ever be in a situation where we lose athlete, Ashley and it gets too wild? Uh-huh. But remember, the Keon, you were there, right? Where were we? We were at the
2: Fanatics oh, party. Oh, the Fanatics party was fun.
1: You had a good time, <laughs> Ashley. Liv, she was drinking. Liv was oh, there. Liv? Yeah. Liv
2: was there. My friend Alexis Stoudemire pulled up. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. So, uh, yeah, don't lose me and don't let anybody. Okay. Don't yes. Two things. Don't lose me and don't let anybody take me.
1: Right. Because uh, at first I'm like, damn, don't I'm like, I don't see this Don't let anybody take happening. me.
2: That's the real one. Ashley don't let somebody is,
1: kidnap me. Ashley is is so responsible. You know, Ashley's from New York, so she's seen everything. She raised by Mr. Jeff. Mr. Jeff got did a great job. Mm-hmm. Did a great job. How can this be? But then the part, you had a good time. <laughs> I you was. were responsible. You were responsible. I am responsible, you but were like responsible, people. But you had a good time. Pe-
2: I just don't want to be taken.
1: I just never seen you drink someone, more than like two drinks before. Someone will kidnap me. I never seen you drink more than two drinks before, and, and and your eyes were a little glossy that day.
2: Oh my God! No, they weren't. I had first of all, relax. I had sunglasses on most of the time. Anyway, um, I just don't want to get kidnapped. That's all.
1: Can you speak into the mic? I think you I will. don't want to
2: get kidnapped. That's all. You're not going
1: to get kidnapped. You remember, you, I think uh, Stack's going to be there. Oh, yeah.
2: Stack won't let me get kidnapped. You might lose me and let me get kidnapped. I, I can see that happening. You can see Brandon, that. Brandon turns his back. Someone goes, A.O.B. Marsh, what up? Someone just comes and yanks me. And throws me in their truck. And Keon's like, yo, where's Ashley? We Ashley. We got to shoot this no, video keep it real, real quick. Keep it real. Brandon's like, I thought she was with you. Nagin's like, I thought she was with you. And Now I'm gone and, 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 and somebody's truck somewhere Ashley. in Reno.
1: Keep it real, Ashley. The couple times we stepped out, have I not made sure that
2: yeah, but you, everybody good, you, you are good. You, like you good, yes, Ashley? yes. But you are a man of the people. So if someone was going to kidnap me, you'd be the perfect person to kidnap me with because everyone's always pulling you, and you go around, you start talking to people, and you get distracted, and then yank. Now I'm in the black truck, blindfolded, no, in the middle of the desert. This is what happened
1: at the Fanatics party. We had our own little section. Mm-hmm. You know, we we there. Everybody's having a good time. Brandon's yeah, doing his rounds. I did my rounds, but she's in this nice little Brandon fountain. got
2: lost in the bathroom. Nagin had to go look for him to make sure he didn't get into Is any trouble. True? Is this true? Yes, Brandon. For real? <laughs> Brandon, Keon and Nagin come to me. You go to the bathroom. Keon and Nagin come to me. He's like, where's Brandon? Have you seen Brandon? I said he went to the bathroom. Nagin was like, that was like 15 minutes ago. I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's crowded. I got to go find them. I got to make sure <laughs> something didn't happen. Well, I got to make sure he's not in trouble. <laughs> They go do search and rescue in the bathroom. <laughs> we already almost got. He almost already got into one fight that party. They think he's scrapping in the bathroom floor. He think he's scrapping in the bathroom floor. Like we got to go rescue him from the bathroom. It was chaos. It was.
1: I can't wait to tell that story.
2: That was one of the craziest things I've ever heard somebody we wait say. To tell
1: that story. When are we going? to say I don't yes. know when we so can tell can. that
2: story. That's that's a them question. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that they went to go search and rescue from the bathroom. That's the what I knew. Ashley was a
1: real one. Boy, he walking down the red carpet, just something popped off real quick. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. what's going on right here? And Ashley's like, "Well, let's go in. Let's have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Let me see." I was like, see. "Shoot!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, if Ashley ain't nobody gonna throw one. hands, then let's go <laughs> yeah. party." Like Ashley, real. She's like, "Everything okay? You good?" I'm like, "I'm good. We had a good time." Yeah, yeah. This I is said Ashley and I on the um. Maybe can we send it to. Can we send it to We don't have enough time. Can we send it to Wu? Give our VC see if he can put it in. No, it was good. This is Ashley. Your, your outfit was fly.
2: Thank you. This your was, outfit both, was fly. This was pre-Pilates, so, so I no, wasn't not even Wu, you
1: got to take ticket This was
2: pre-Pilates, so I wasn't even as toned as I am now. Yeah. Next year it's going to be fun. I'll we be We walked the red carpet.
1: And, you know. You know what I'm saying? It's before we launch Paper Rock. We about to show you uh this day.
2: We walked the that red carpet and
1: <laughs> Things Ashley transpired
2: not, on the red carpet, I'm and jumped,
1: I'm jumped. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm
2: it could. It went from fanatics to world star, back to fanatics. It was a very interesting uh, <laughs> dynamic. Keon's holding his camera, just like oh, man, like, uh, he's got his camera in his head just looking around like, oh, my God. <laughs> Nagin on her phone like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm gonna do here. Like, it's just, it was it was fun. I have my you friend know, Liv with he, me. Liv has, has no idea the dynamics of anything. Liv doesn't know the backstory of anything. She's, Liv is so confused. She doesn't know the backstory of anything. She's like, what is happening? What is going on? Like, is everything, she's just looking around like, Liv was I. was a real one, too, because yeah. Liv, that was her first
1: time meeting me. And she's like, "Oh, let's go have a good time." Ashley's cool, Brandon's cool, we're cool.
2: Um, My dad said I can't go to Vegas without him. He needs to watch me.
1: Hold on, <laughs> up, Mr. Jeff. Mr. Jeff, you don't trust me, Mr. Jeff. You don't he, think he I'm? He wants a, I'm to a, go to a... Vegas
2: too. Oh, that's what Double it is. The he Double he the bodyguards. come. Double the bodyguards. He can come. Yeah, he can. He needs come. to watch me. Mr. Jeff said.
1: can come. Um, here's, here's, here's uh, Ashley. We talked about this last week. I know we got a roll here, but we're going to show you this video, and that's how we're going to end the show of us walking the red carpet. Um, Ashley looked fly. Um, I may have been flyer. I'm just playing. You were a flyer to me. Um, I just
2: threw that together. We were never down. planning on going fly. If to it play. went down
1: and I had three people jump on me, would you have jumped in and helped me, Ashley?
2: I would have I would have like tried to like break it up, but like <laughs> remember, you guys are drastically bigger than me. So I don't know how much help I would have been. But I would Keon would have jumped in. Keon, you would have jumped in? Keon Keon definitely would have been able to hold his own. But like what are Nigita what are Nagita and I gonna do? Like we're like, like stop it. Stop! Stop the! Like, what are we gonna do? Like, we're like both five, seven, and under. Like, what are we gonna do to actually stop what was actually, transpiring? Mr. Jeff, I'm telling you like, right now,
1: your daughter is good with me in any <laughs> in any environment because I'm like that. Y'all check my my my, my rap sheet. Sometimes you okay, cause so the chaos. I'm I'm, I'm I, yeah. I know, <laughs> no, I, uh, no, what Fifty say? No, Fifty. What Fifty said? Fifty said. Fifty said. You know, see, everybody says, like, you know, I'm the problem. I'm not the problem. They say, but if you say, you know, you got a problem, then we got a problem. We got to We got We're going to play that next week. But Mr. Jeff, you look, I'm I'm sticking up for your daughter. Um, but Ashley, we got to get this right. If something goes down, I expect it. Let me get one right here. Oh. Right
2: here. <laughs> That's the fanatics. Yes. Was the that was oh, a short one. That was a short one. I had my Dior um, do rag on. She had her Aaliyah
1: vibe going on. You trying to be like Aaliyah.
2: Leah's one of my inspos. I love That's her. That's an
1: inspo. There you go. Ashley, is that the end of the show? My dad said, I'm
2: not allowed to fight. My face is my business. That's right. But
1: see, but you know how we move now. Mr. Jeff, let me tell you how we move now. And I had a friend that, you know, really been helping me. Like, you know, do you know who you are? You need to level up. Because I am the man of the people, the man of the people, meaning more so like, I'm not really friendly like that, but if people come up and want to take a picture, it's hard for me to say no or something like that, or they just want to chat. A lot of people give me advice, like, I love I A.M. the but I don't like this, or blah, 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 blah. So we have those conversations, but now, last time I went to Vegas, I had to move with security. So that's how we move now, Mr. Jeff, because... You know, I, I can be, like, if, if you know, if I've if I had, like, three, four drinks, you know, I don't want to be a I You know, if you're just moving through and somebody grab you, like, people will grab you. And I'm like, man, what you, what you touching me for? Now and Keon got expensive
2: cameras with him. It's going to take him too long to yeah, put we, it down, find a safe spot for it, then get ready to two fight. Escalades. Like okay. two It's escalades. like camera fight, camera fight. Like, two, what do I do here? Two
1: Escalades and Floyd, Floyd Mayweather body bodyguards. That's how we moving, Mr. Jeff, in Vegas. And you're welcome to come. Mm-hmm. You're welcome mm-hmm. to come. But um, we ain't talking no Cowboys. Oh my God. Oh, I thought you were a Cowboys fan. We, we can't talk in Vegas about the Cowboys. We love oh, y'all, thank y'all for rocking with us. This is Paper Route on SiriusXM Faction Talk, Channel 103 and YouTube, Ashley Nicole Moss. Like she always says, ciao.
2: Football's back!